All right, you guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, those of you that are coming in and watching us live on Facebook, if you can do me a favor, like, share, invite somebody in uh, to participate. We definitely appreciate it. We got uh, Ezra on with us tonight. We're going to chop it up a little bit and talk about a couple things. And hopefully we got a good show for you tonight. At least that's, uh, that's the plan, what we're hoping for. Um, I know myself, I've been a little under the weather uh today and uh i know he hasn't been feeling the best either so hopefully a couple uh couple halves we can try to make a hole uh figure this out um but again uh definitely appreciate y'all hope y'all had a great valentine's day um you know and uh hope you enjoyed that um i don't know mine was pretty chill can't say too much my mama's birthday was on the uh, 15th so she turned uh oh god 62 i think so, uh, what's that? Man, listen, she's been around long enough. She, uh, she deserved <laughs> to get that shout out, you know. Um, but, uh, so a big happy birthday to Ma. I know it's a couple days past due, but definitely want to give that shout out. Um, send her another happy birthday. Hope she enjoys it. Uh, hope she enjoyed her day. But, you know, also, uh, Living Beauty Florals down there in Jacksonville, Florida. Got to continue to shop them out. I know they had a big Valentine's Day weekend, continuing to do big things. Um, so go ahead and check them out. Queen BZ Cosmetics dropped their new line of lip, uh, matte lipsticks. And I know uh, that line is hitting uh, Belize, this, uh, I believe, this week or in, in the next week or so. Uh, so continue to check them out as well. Also on the Instagram page every day, we've been dropping uh, different businesses and entrepreneurs, artists, authors, um, you know, to kind of highlight them and shout them out. So check those out. Uh, the YouTube page as well. Those of you that have already subscribed, appre subscribed appreciate it. Um, we're going to have the content from the, uh, the podcast on there. Uh, House Call every Thursday will be updated on there as well. Uh, so subscribe to that. Keep updated with that. Um, as always the podcast, I mean, whatever method, um, whatever platform you like to catch the show, whether it's Facebook, whether it's YouTube, one of the listening platforms, I mean, we're only a Google away, iHeartRadio, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, uh, you know, whatever you name it, you can catch us on there. So we definitely appreciate the love and the support and, uh, you know, out there. So definitely, uh, definitely really appreciate that. We're going to jump into tonight's topic. Don't want to keep everybody too long tonight. Like I said, when we first started this thing, you know, sometimes it might be 10 minutes. Sometimes it might be two hours long. I mean, however long the content is, is how long the content is. Um, but we're going to go ahead and take a minute. We're going to face the man in the mirror tonight. Take a look at that reflection, see if we can't become better than how we started. And so with that being said, tonight's topic is kind of an interesting one. It's kind of been floating around a little bit on Facebook. It's been in my conversation over the course of the last couple of weeks and uh, conversation amongst some friends of mine, um, conversation over the last, you know, in various manners for people and, and for quite some time. But ultimately, your call was not a conference call, Right. And I used to say it like this. I used to say that uh, not everything in your testimony needs to be on your resume. Not everybody needs to know everything about you or needs to understand everything about you. So before we jump in further, um, I know the people that watch House Call, they know who you are, Ezra. Um, but for those of you know that only catch the podcast, maybe they're not familiar. So if you want to take a minute, just say hey to the people, introduce yourself a little bit, um, you know, say what's up. engagements I crossed paths with Dr. Gary Harvey and then found out we worked with each other and um, I'm running for um, Alderman in Olean, New York and 
there, but the church has always been something that's, that's been close to my heart. I grew up in the church um, around this area, and, and I'm definitely interested and excited to, to be a part of this conversation tonight. We're definitely glad to have you, um, you know, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully it's a good conversation tonight. I mean, I, I think a lot of times with people we get frustrated because we we expect um, we expect people to understand our thought process, understand where we're coming from, understand our purpose, and oftentimes they don't. They, they, they don't understand where we're coming from. They don't understand what we're doing, why we're doing what, we, what it is that we're doing. And we, we look to people for a level of support. And we look to people for validation for something that they can't validate. And they can't validate it because they weren't part of it to begin with. Uh, they don't understand it. They can't comprehend what it is that, that we're doing because they weren't part of the initial call to begin with. Um, you know, and I, I think oftentimes people, like we, it, it's common conversation within Christian circles, right? You know, your calling. What, what, what's your calling? And a lot of people, when they reference a calling, what's the first thing you think of when, when you hear about a calling? It's always funny. Everybody, everybody always knows your calling, but you. Right. Right. It's like you know Jesus is on the main line and he's talking to everybody, but you apparently, um, right. you know, and and everybody's prophesying. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean that's what I call it. You know, it's like, you know, unfortunately in the Pentecostal church, it, it's it's rampant. You know, everybody they they feel a little emotional about something or you know. Um, you, you sang real good, or at least they tell you you do. We have a bad habit of telling people they can sing when they can't uh, in the church. And, uh, you know, we got all these people that want to get up and sing solos, and you'd be like, yo, somebody sit it down real quick. Who lied to you? <laughs> right. um, but um, but now, you know, you, you preach a little sermon or you sing a little song, and you do a pretty good job, and now all of a sudden, especially in smaller churches, you know, all of a sudden, oh, you're going to be a preacher, you're going to change nations, you're going to... And everybody prophesying over you, and you know what? Maybe you're not called to be a pastor. Maybe you're called to own a business. Maybe you're called to be a doctor. Maybe you're called to be, um, you know, a, a pilot. Maybe you're called to be a, you know, a teacher. Maybe you're called to be, like, these are things that, that people don't necessarily recognize as callings, you know. Um, maybe you're called to be a welder. Maybe you're called, you know what I mean? Like these, these different types of things that, that a lot of people don't recognize as callings because we've, we've confused what a calling is. You know, and essentially calling's your purpose. A calling doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, I'm going to be a pastor, I'm going to be a prophet, I'm going to be a, an evangelist, I'm going to be, I mean, yeah, those are callings too, but that doesn't necessarily 
that's not the only list. You know, um, I, you know, I've had many, uh, many a prophetic word spoken over me, and many a many a word missed the mark. <laughs> you, you know, um, and it's it, it's it's unfortunate, but you know it is what it is. You know, um, oftentimes they're not really prophetic words; they're just words of affirmation. You know, words of encouragement. Um, people take them, you know, as as other things, but. I think a lot of times going back to that calling, it's it's individual, it's personal, and you know it's it goes back to that. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, it's what do you want to be, you know? And and I can ask you for advice, right? Like you can ask me for advice with what direction you should go and this, that, and the other. But really, I can't give you advice for what you should do because I'm not you. Right. I don't know you. I don't know your thought processes. I don't know, you know, necessarily every aspect of your past and and how you've developed and how you've changed and how you've this that your struggles and the things that have shaped you. And we get into a situation where we try to we try to mold other people based on our circumstances and situations when honestly a lot of the time you don't even know yourself so how am i going to give you advice on you when you don't know you you know I what i mean it comes back to having that relationship with with i'm talking to christianity mm -hmm. right now um, it comes to having your own relationship with god you can't you can't have like someone else can give you a prophetic word or whatever about your calling but if you don't have that your own relationship with God and how he speaks to you and knowing what he wants you to do and knowing yourself mm -hmm. you can't really live out your purpose is what you're trying to say right yeah no exactly there's 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 got to be there's got to be a personal level and and a personal relationship with who it is that you are. Do you know who you are? Do you have that relationship? You know, and a lot of times when I talk about this, there's there's a separation, right? Like your call wasn't a conference call. So when when God decided what my purpose was and when I decide to receive and be accepting of what my call is, when I pick up that phone and I'm accepting of my purpose, what God called me to be. I was talking to a, a good friend of mine this morning and uh, her and I were talking about something and we were talking about you know being ourselves and and I, I was I was joking with her and I said you know I think it's funny now all the you know being woke is a trend right being woke is a trend being natural is a trend crystals are a trend you know grand rising kings and queens is a trend you know but the people that are sincere in that aspect you can tell that they're some sincere right the ones that are operating within the realm of a trend, you can tell it's a trend. They're the ones that think that the call was a conference call, so they, they hop on the trend. But when, when it really gets to the nitty-gritty, you know, they can't, they can't continue to process it. They can't go where you're going to go because your call wasn't a conference call. It didn't involve them. You know, so we were talking about that. We were talking about being uniquely yourself. Right. And, and, you know, we have to, in order to walk out our purpose, we have to be uniquely ourselves. And, and not everybody can go where it is that we're called to go. And not everybody's going to understand where it is we're called to go. When I, when I graduated high school, I, I turned down scholarships to decide to go 
to Bible college. Went to Bible college, broke kid from New York, go to Bible college, God provides, God moves. Went to a Bible college where I'm, I'm very thankful for the experiences that I had out at World Harvest. Um, you know, and, and not, not to take anything away from it, but when you're under an atmosphere of a ministry like that, you leave thinking that you're going to step into that same type of atmosphere and that same type of ministry. And those, you know, you're, you're going to walk into people that are on fire like that and churches that are just on fire like that. And that's just not the case. Right. And, and so when I went to graduate Bible college, I had an opportunity to pastor a larger church, you know, well over 3,500 people. And, you know, from being front, you know, in a small town and that was a huge opportunity. It was a multicultural church, bilingual church uh, that I had the opportunity uh, to go pastor. But here I am, 19 years old, single, no kids. I didn't, I didn't believe that that was the direction that God wanted me to go. I didn't believe that that was part of my call, the conversation that God and I had. You know, and other people were like, oh, yeah, that's God. You know, oh, that's what you want. You know, God's moving. That's such a blessing. And I had to take a step back because, you know what, it, 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 it might not be. A, it might be a blessing to me on the surface, but what about that couple that's been married for 25 years, the kid just graduated high school, that now they want a divorce? Or the, the family whose kid keeps running away? Or the, you know, the family that's, you know, dealing with this and that? Like, situations that I haven't experienced because of just because of my my age and my my lack of experience life experience at 19 years old you know what i mean so i had to make a decision that i just i did not feel it was in the best interest of the congregation for me to step into a senior pastor you know of, of a church that size um and i decided to go the direction of the military that's where i felt god leading me man you you want to talk about some of the some of the critique I got from uh, colleagues and peers within ministry, like it was something else um, because they didn't understand it. They, they didn't understand my call. And, and that's just it. It's, it's my call. You know, it, it's, it's not theirs. It's not, it wasn't a conference call. Like God didn't get them on the phone talking about, hey, do you think Gary should do this? You know, this is what we're putting out. Like, I think, I think Gary should do that. I think even now more so, like with everything going on in the nation of the, of the United States, for for an example, is so many people have other people's revelations and want to tell everybody like what direction they should go on. Mm. Like they have other people's lives more figured out than they have their own, right. and and it's wrong. And um, it's it's like judging judging people for making decisions that they probably like that was a that was a, a grown-up thing for you to do to acknowledge that hey i can't pastor somebody that i don't have this experience with i mean one of your favorite things one of my favorite things that you always say is a man with a a man with experience is at the mercy of a man with argument man, man like, with an experience is never at the mercy of a man with an argument you would have you would have went in there like oh well but the book says to do this right <laughs> you really give them that personal like hey i went through that and i've been through some stuff i can tell you mm -hmm. this is how you're, you could do it and these are the steps you can take so yeah and it's it, it is it is different when when you go through things but even in going through things 
we still each have to be uniquely our own. We still have to understand that even allowing people to speak into our life that have a level of experience, they still weren't on the call with us. It was still a personal call. It's like you're. I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself now, but um, you remember the old uh, the old Batman show with um, with Adam West and the red bat phone would ring. You know, Batman would pick up the phone and the mayor would be on the other end. It wouldn't be 18 people on 18 phones having a conversation. It was right. mayor and it was Batman. Batman. You know, that was it. And, and so even though I maybe, you know, Batman would talk to Robin about what was going on or the mayor would talk to Commissioner Gordon about what was going on, there were only two people on the phone, you know. And I think sometimes we forget that in our lives. And as we're getting advice from people, we try to conform to that individual and we lose ourselves. And in losing ourselves, we trip up because our call, our path wasn't designed for them. It was designed for us. And, and I see it all the time with preachers, you know, you know, especially, you know, in, in the pastor and in ministry, you see preachers trying to emulate other preachers. And I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that per se. You know, I, I think I think that, you know, you preaching is there's a level of, of learning that goes involved, you know, that's involved in it um, as as much as study and anointing um, and practice like they, they all go hand in hand when it comes to preaching. And a lot of people don't realize that, especially in smaller churches. They, they feel like, oh, you're called from God. You can just get up and preach a message. Well, no, that's not, that's not even biblical. Um, you know, and, and we, can, we can really get into that, but that, that'd be a whole other show. Um, but you get a lot of people that, that they, instead of being themselves when they deliver a message, they try to be a Bishop Jakes. They try to be a Bishop Noel Jones. And, like, I love the way that Bishop Jones does his, his little, his little like breathing, barking, grunting type preaching. You know what I mean? Like, like I love how he does that and I wish I could do it, but I can't. Like I've even, you know, story time, like I've even, when, when I, you know, sometimes go over and I'm getting ready for a sermon, sometimes I've tried to emulate that and, and I just can't do it. I just can't, but I, I love that style. You know, there was a um, pastor, uh, Randy Brown in Jacksonville, Florida, a uh, church I attended down there. He would, he, he can kind of preach like that. And I just, I love the way I love that style. I can't do it. So if, if I attempt to preach like that, it kills the message. It just, it, it, it kills what God's trying to do because I'm not being uniquely me. I'm not allowing, I'm not doing what, what I was instructed to do on my call. I'm turning it into a conference call. And, and I think we do that a lot. Like you said, you know, other people, we take other people's revelations and we figure other people's lives out. We forget about figuring out our own, you know, and, and I think that that, um, is, uh, the, the one of the other things I want to point out too, is when, when you were talking about that, is the relationship part of it too, mm -hmm. because you have the, the relationship is important because how do you get that to preach? Mm -hmm. Like, Maybe, like, I'm not here to say, like, this is just my opinion. Maybe those people really are called to preach in some fashion, but maybe they're called to preach at Walmart being the, the greeter at the door. Or maybe they're called to preach at, like, walking in their neighborhood and doing stuff like that. But 
um, people, the problem that I think is going on in the city of Olyhan right now, this is just my opinion. I don't want to like say like this is what it is or anything. I think that we're living off old revelation. We're not, there's not new, new revelation and new, a new anointing, I guess, like a, a fresh anointing. It's, it's all off of an old covenant. But that's, that's not just, that's not just in this city. That's, I mean, that's, I, I'm just talking about for here. Right. I, I mean, I could think that it could expand. We can, <laughs> I mean, well, no, I, I think, I think honestly just, you know, like, you know, referencing like the Christian church, I think it's just across the Christian church in general. Um, but we, we have, as people, we have a tendency to live off of, uh, you know, yesterday's revelation. We have a tendency to live off of yesterday's version, yesterday's victories, yesterday's, you know, whatever. In collections, I, I've been in collections for the better part of 15 plus years, right? I've been in the collection industry and everything from a collector, a collection manager, a trainer, a recruiter, um, worked with some amazing people. And um, one of the things at, at one industry or one company that I worked at, you were only as good as your last payment. You no, know, it didn't matter if you, you threw up $25,000. That's fantastic. That was 10 minutes ago. What have you done in the last five, 10 minutes? Nothing. So, you, you know, you, you need to get going. And so we, we need to learn not to live off of those past victories. I mean, it's great to have them. It's great to reference them. It's great to look back at them for motivation. But we've got to be looking forward for things. And, and not just from a pr spiritual perspective, but a practical perspective as well. You can only hold on to the past for so long until your hands become full. And if your hands are full, you can't grab your future. You just, you can't. You got to let go of some things in order to grab something new, you know. And, and again, that conference call can't happen because you have to be uniquely you. People can't, you're, they're not going to understand you. Like, I like to talk about um, Abraham, right? God tells Abraham, hey, take Isaac, the son whom you love us. Your only son. And go sacrifice him. And every time this is preached in the church, it's always prettied up, right? It's, it's always pretty. God tells this man, hey, take your only boy. Go kill your kid. Go kill him. That, that's what he says. Go kill him. Tie him up, lay him on the altar, and put a knife in him. You know? And, and, and so... And, Isaac was like, why aren't they coming with us? Right? And so... <laughs> So they get ready to go, and, 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 and that's what I try to, you know, I try to paint that picture, and it's like, listen, we, we read Scripture, but we don't really read Scripture. Like, really think about this. Like, these real people, right? You know, if, if I'm going there, like, or my kid, my, my kid is, he's been too smart for his own good for way, way too long. I remember, and I don't know if she's watching, but a friend of mine uh, from Jacksonville, her name's Dawn, her and I worked together for a long time, good friend of mine, she, um... We were, we were out at, uh, I'll never forget, we were at Dave & Buster's. My kid was real young. He was probably in, um, you know, maybe first grade. Um, and we were there talking, and she was talking to him about something. And uh, she, he told her that he wanted to go live in the plains in Africa. Like, that's the type of conversation that my, my, my kid would have even, even young, right? So... I know if, if I was Abraham, if it was Gary and Dom, right? And, and God said, Gary, go take Dom, throw him on the altar and put a knife in him. First of all, I'm going to be like, bro, you tripping. Like, like we, don't, we don't really think, I don't think Abraham was like readily like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's do, we'll do this tomorrow. Eight o'clock, we'll get up. We'll head up to the hill, make it happen. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it was that easy, right? I, I think as a father... And as a father who waited for that promise, well, he didn't really wait. He got a little ahead of himself, but, 
we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. Um, but, you know, this is supposed to be the promised son, right? And, and he, takes, he takes his kid. I, I don't think it was an easy decision, first of all. You know, I know it wouldn't be for me. But could you imagine having that conversation with a missus? Like, hey, we're going to go sacrifice tomorrow. What are you going to sacrifice? We, we just, we're we going to go, we ain't got no goat. We ain't got, listen, like, I handle it. Like, listen, we'll, ha we'll handle it, all right? We'll handle it. Like, I got some things to do. Me and the kid going to go. We're going to handle some things. we be back. Be like, I thought you said you was going to sacrifice. Listen, just go back. We're we going we gonna to handle some things, all right? Like, could you imagine trying to explain that one? Because, you know, you know, you know women be paying attention, man. They don't be missing nothing. Nothing. They, she would know. It ain't no goat. So, you know, we leave. Don would be asking those questions. He'd be like, Pop, where to go that? Be like, oh, don't worry about it. We'd we be all right. We're, 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 God will provide. God, God, God will provide. God will provide. <laughs> and then we get to the bottom of the hill. And still no goat. Questions being asked. And could you imagine being the servants that were there? The two servants that were with him? Oh, like, they knew. Be like, yo, why... Why he, yo, you ain't got no goat, man, what? <laughs> what? What are we doing? They probably thought it was one of them. Yo, you taking this kid up there with, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, oh. and of course, they, I doubt that they understood. Right. You know what I mean? And they weren't part of the call. It wasn't a conference call. So they're not going to understand. And from the outside, it's going to look crazy. It's going to look, it, it might even look, like from the outside looking in, dude's about to kill his kid. That looks straight evil. Let's, let's, let's just be honest about it. That looks straight evil. People are not going to understand the things that you are called to do or why you're called to do them. You know, your calling might be to work at Walmart. Why? Because after working there for three years, somebody might walk through the door that's about to commit suicide and you smile and shake their hand and for whatever reason, it makes all the difference in their life. You know, you might graduate from a little old high, little private high school after playing football for them and running out of bounds by five yards and running back inbounds and scoring a touchdown. And staying in this area to ultimately run for aldermen for Ward 4 to make a difference in your city. That may be your calling. And, and all the time that led up to that moment might not make any sense to anybody, not even you. And, and, and that's, what, that's what I think a lot of people miss and a lot of people don't understand sometimes is that Number one, the call, again, isn't a con it wasn't a conference call. There wasn't 14, 15 different people that were on the call. You know, so number one, you can't get validation from all these different people because they don't understand what you're called to do in the first place. Even if they believe the same thing you believe. Even if they're on your side, even if they're, they got your back, even if they're, they're, like I was talking to my dad the other night about, um, you know, the movie, The Town with, uh, Jeremy Renner and Ben Affleck, they're in Boston, they're bank robbers. Uh, Chris Brown's in it? No. I don't think so. Did they so. go blow up at the end of the, there's a hole in the ground? I'm pretty 
pretty sure he is. The town? Chris Brown? I don't think Chris Brown is in the town. With Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner. Anyway, there's a scene in the movie where Ben Affleck he comes in the door and he tells Jeremy Renner they're like they're like childhood best friends, right? And they're bank robbers, whatever. And he comes through the door and he's like, "Yo, I need your help. We got to go hurt some people, but you can't ask me anything about it. We can't talk about it after the fact. I just need you to ride with me." And Jeremy Renner looks at him and goes, "All right, whose car are we taking?" Like, even if, even if there are people like that in your life, they still aren't going to be able to truly give you advice or validate the call because they weren't on the call. They only understand the aspects that you've allowed them or given them information on. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so we, we, we sit in there and we sit in situations where... We get uncomfortable with our call, so we seek validation. But when we don't get the validation but receive critique, now all of a sudden we start doubting the call because we didn't get validation. But we couldn't get validation to begin with because they weren't part of the call. So we set ourselves up for failure treating it like it was a conference call to begin with. When you sit down and you get offered a job or you get a promotion, is anybody in there talking about money with you or is it just you and your employer? I mean, I'd be talking about money if I was getting a promotion. But no one else is. <laughs> no one else is out there. Like, you see what I'm saying? But, but that's yeah. what I'm saying, right? It's, it's, it's a conversation that's between you and the other person that, that, that matters within the conversation. Correct. It's, it's not broadcast to everyone that doesn't matter. If they're not part of the, the process, they're not involved in the call. Right. And so when we begin, the reason that we end up receiving critique when we seek validation is because we're seeking validation from people who aren't qualified to validate. And, and oftentimes, within the church, we begin to seek validation from people that aren't qualified to validate because they haven't even begun to walk in their own salvation, let alone the ability to give me some type of validation. <laughs> but we, we, we allow... We allow that, no whistle, no call, we, we allow that to stifle our growth and stifle our, our, our progression because we turn a private call into a conference call. We turn, what's that? It can haunt some stuff too. Yeah, you know, most definitely. It will stall like your process of getting your true, your true call. Mm-hmm. You get it for sure. I'm like just even just recently when people had their callings of the prophetic and they were just saying that Trump was going to win the, the, the election and then it didn't happen. So now you're looking at it like you've lost credibility, right? You've, you've lost credibility. And yeah, you know, oh, people make mistakes. Yeah, people make mistakes like they, they do. People are fallible. They are. But the fact that when when it's someone that the let's let's just let's just talk the church right now and let's just be very candid when it's someone that the church 
is in favor of or the church supports and they make a mistake or they fall the response is oh well they're only human people make mistakes as if the behavior's okay there's never truly any real accountability true repentance and true restoration now if there's truly accountability repentance and true restoration i'm all for it because you know hey we're all sinners we've all fallen short we all need a savior we all need you know etc <clears throat> believe that agree with that but there needs to be a time of healing and restoration i mean you look at it on a personal level let's take the spiritual aspect out of it if you go from if you're bouncing from one relationship to the next just one after the other after the other after the other you're, you're not giving yourself time to heal and you're bringing whatever toxic traits you dealt with from relationship one into the next one and into the next one and into the next one. And you may be bringing unresolved issues from the first relationship into relationship five. And so five fails because you didn't resolve relationship one. You know, so it's, it's in the practical as well and, 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 and in the natural, not just the spiritual sense, you know. And and it can you you can it can you know cause you to lose credibility. It can cause you to jump before you should, you know when you you turn um, something private into something public. Now you got people pushing you to make a jump that maybe you shouldn't make yet, you know. And uh, <laughs> or maybe you should. You just you need to go seek that in a prayer closet somewhere. Agreed. You know? Agreed. And, and and that could be a part of it. Because the next thing you know, you could be the next trend. And and, and that's true. And honestly, I didn't say that because of our earlier conversation. I really no, didn't. No, I was just saying that like, you could be that person. You just go seek that in the prayer closet and then holler at me on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, you hot mess. But but we have to be we have to be uniquely ourselves. We have to be very true to ourselves because if we turn a private call into a public call, we can end up being so you can get a situation, we got you know two sides of this coin really. You have the situation like with Abraham, right? He had to separate himself from everybody and he didn't share with everybody what he was gonna do. He didn't even share with his own son for clear reasons what he was gonna do because it was a private call between him and God. It wasn't a conference call between God, Isaac, Abraham, his servants, his wife. It was just Abraham and God. You know, the mayor and Batman. That was it. It was the only two that were on the red phone. You know, that was it. Like Joseph, right? Joseph has these dreams. And he starts telling his brothers about all these dreams. Yeah, well, what ends up happening? They sell him. They get rid of him. And ultimately, the plan was used. His purpose was used. But, you know, I kind of have to wonder, did it have to happen the way it happened? in order for him to reach where he, he got. Maybe, maybe not. You know, we don't know. But I think sometimes we cause ourselves more problems and more issues because we turn individual calls into conference calls. We, again, seek validation from people who aren't qualified to validate because they weren't on the call. Right. You know, the only one I should be seeking validation from is the one who, who made the call. And so... Who made the call? The one who gave me my purpose. So I need to be talking to God for my validation. So if you don't like me, that's fine. That's cool. You ain't got to like me because there's 30 other people over here to do. You know, you ain't got to support me because there's 50 other people over here to do. You know, 
You know, I've, I've learned, my, some of my biggest supporters are people on social media I've never met. I mean, honestly, you know, and, and that's not to take away from the people that I do know that do support me. You know, y'all, y'all are listening and watching. Don't, 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 you know, mis- misunderstand me, don't but, you, you know, it definitely, but you know, there's people that I, I've never met that are, are big supporters of, of things that, that, that I've, and endeavors I've, I've gone out to do. Some of the people that I support passionately are people I've never met. But I really enjoy their content and what they stand for and what they're trying to do and, and, and that type of thing. And I don't always understand what they're doing or why they're doing it the way they're doing it. But um, that's what they're doing. Like, um, you know, my friend Chanel, Living Beauty Florals. Like, you know, when I talk to her, when I think about somebody being uniquely themselves, I think of her. And, and what she does, like with her floral r- arrangements... Her and her personality comes through her floral arrangements. It's like literally a living work of art. It's living beauty. And and in her being herself, it comes out in her work. And it's just, it's awesome to see. And it's it's awesome to see it grow and, and, and et cetera. And it's, it's an inspiration. Because at the end of the day, you have to learn how to be yourself in order to progress, in order to make, make those changes and make those differences. Um, you know, I have... Another friend um, from from Bible College, um, Shamik. We've had him on the show. I love I love his music. I love his thought process. I love his content. He's a gamer, and he he does different things where, um, you know, like conversations he and I have. He very unique, and it's just he's so real that you can't you can't. I mean, you just, you have to appreciate his passion because he understands his call wasn't a conference call. He doesn't seek validation from people that aren't qualified to validate. And, and when you can release yourself from the need to seek that validation, when, when you can free yourself from that need, then you remove the unnecessary critique that becomes a negative aspect in your life. You know, God called me to do what I do. God called me to, to preach. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to always do it behind a pulpit. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to pound on a Bible or a pulpit in order to do it. Sometimes preaching that gospel is just having a conversation with somebody. I oh, don't know. I like how you bring the word. You always got some promises. I appreciate it. <laughs> But I, I just, it, it's, it, there's, there's individuals that, that I've come in contact with that this particular topic, the call was not a conference call. The individuals that understand how to be uniquely themselves, Chanel, Shamik, some other friends of mine that, that is, have been very inspiring to me, you know, and they, they do what they do, not because it's a gimmick. Not because, oh, it's how I need to get paid. It's, it's a job. It's, it's marketing. No, they do it because they love it. And it comes across in everything that they do. You know, it comes across in their content, in their music, in their conversations. And the op- when they have an opportunity to share it with somebody, it's sincere. You know, um, Chanel and I were talking earlier today and she's like, we, we, she's like, oh, I've been on this flower and plant thing, you know, for a long time. And I was joking with her and I was like, yeah, you can, you can keep that because it's not me. Like, I appreciate what you do, but I ain't hugging no tree. You know, that's, that's just me, you know. And uh, she's like, Gary, maybe you should hug a tree. And I was like, I'm not hugging no tree. It's not, it's not going to happen. 
you know, but um, you have to be uniquely yourself and you can't expect people to understand you. You, you can't expect people to understand your call and you can't, even in asking for advice, you have to understand that, in, in my opinion, and, and I believe even in looking in Scripture, yeah, Scripture says to seek out wise counsel, you know, and you should. You should seek out wise counsel. You should seek out advice for people, from people. But seeking out counsel and advice is very different than seeking validation. And, and seeking out counsel and advice is also very different than turning your private call into a conference call. At the end of the day, my call is still my call. I have to be true to me, myself, and my convictions, regardless. I can't be anybody else. I can't try to emulate anybody else. I can't try to, um, Shamik says facts. I didn't even know he was on here. What's up, boss? Um, you know, um, you, you've got to be who you are. Because if you're not true to that call and you try to, force it into a, um, a conference call, I don't believe you'll be satisfied. I don't believe you'll be happy. You'll always be chasing something you're not. I think, I think you got to point out David in the Bible, too, with his call. Like, he got his call early mm -hmm. and then went back to the field where, like, he was already, like, that was already, he was told he was going to be the, the next king. And he had to, he had to sit there. He couldn't go. And imagine if he was, like, telling people, like, being cocky about it or or just handled it the wrong way it was like he went back and was faithful to what his call was with just being a shepherd mm -hmm. and then got to act out on that call later on yeah i i think that's i think that's an excellent point i think um you know you have to be faithful sometimes the call comes in steps mm -hmm. um and you have to be faithful to the one you're in there's a journey yeah you, you have to walk out the journey appreciate the process that's um, where the coming with the people being around you, being sound people, mm -hmm. seeking and getting that right counsel, and and making sure you're getting that right counsel from the right people, and they're grounded people. Um, like I don't like to make decisions without talking to these three people that I know have good, good, valuable information, mm -hmm. and I won't. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, right. I'll have that conversation first. Yeah, no, definitely. But I know those people, and I trust their opinion on things that I do. Mm -hmm. No, definitely, for sure. And, and I know that, um, you know, like, speaking of David, you, you know, you can kind of, you know, even ask the question, well, what, what if, you know, he was running around talking about, hey, I'm going to be king. I don't need to do this shepherd stuff no more. I'm going to be the king. God said, I'm going to be the king. I'm anointed to be the king. You know, well, would he have been? <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people got a funny way of uh, silencing things, you know. And, and then, you know, the question becomes, okay, well, was God, was God God or, you know, was it, well, sometimes we... Like, David, you're just a boy that was out in the field, like... Right. shower. <laughs> right. And um, I appreciate that, Mr. Malone. Thank you very much. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes we, uh, we get so ahead of ourselves and and we get excited about the call you know like you know you you get so excited about things you want to share it with everybody but sometimes you need to move in silence sometimes you need to just go through the process in silence and then show up with the product um because not everybody around you really wants you to succeed 
Uh, a lot of people want to see you fail. And a lot of people want to... And maybe they don't want to, but they do. They'll take your idea and use it as their own. You know. Um, they'll try to launch it faster than you will. They'll try to, you know, whatever the case may be. And honestly, for me... Listen, I'm okay with it. Because cause what God called me to do... Listen, you can try to copy me all day, but it ain't going to be smooth for you because you weren't called to it. Right. You know, and you want to fight that fight, that's on you. You know, go ahead. I, I hope God blesses you. But I know God's going to bless me because he called me to it as long as I go through the process correctly. You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's, it, it is a, uh, uh, what's up, Dre? Um, but it is a, uh, it is a process. It is something that, that I think that we oftentimes lose sight of about being uniquely ourselves. Understanding that people aren't going to understand what we go through. They're going to look at us crazy. You know, you want to do what? Nah, don't do that. Just listen, you, you just you, you, you just sit back, do that. You know, you don't want to do that. You're not. You, listen, you, you don't know anything about politics. Why are you going into politics? Nobody really likes you. You're not going to be the mayor. Why are you going to? Why are you going to do that? Just sit back and and just just work in the background. You know, you don't want to do that. Like people aren't going to understand why you make decisions that you make. And you know, like I went well, from They understand it. They understand it. And I think this is my uncle Ty, he's on right now. But um he someone told him one time, he was like other people are going to put their own fears on you. Mhm. You to stop you from doing what they are afraid to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of it is. It's like we go through all these all these situations and no one has an opinion until you say you're going to do something and then someone's going to put your their fears on you and then you're don't let other people's opinions stop from what God's called you to do. Right. No, exactly. Like, you know, somebody says to me, "Oh, well, you know, I don't I don't think you should do that. Why? Because you can't." Right. You know why? Well, that's not going to work. Why? Because you can't do it. Like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but why not try it? Like, I'm not going to know unless I try. You know, in, 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 in collections, we talk about, listen, you're never going to get the money if you don't ask for it. You, you're never going to get the balance if you don't ask for the balance. Ask for it all. You know? Um, so it's... It, it's... Exactly. You know, so so it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's like, well, you know what, hey... I, I don't I don't know if I can or even like you know what Shadrach Meshach and Abednego right we I mean you y'all know me the the preacher and me I got to keep going back to the Bible but them three kids said you know what hey listen God can deliver us from the fire but even if he doesn't he's still God you know so if you believe you're called to do something or you you feel led to try something and do something and you know it's not going to put you in a real detrimental situation to try it go ahead and try it take the leap jump if it's something you love and want to do go ahead and do it you know what if it works great if it doesn't okay cool you still tried something i'm sure you'll learn something along the way and you know what this is this is the one thing too it might not work the first time you might have to take a couple l's and learn a couple lessons before you succeed and that's okay because it's a personal call it's between you and the one who gave you your purpose. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. Let them talk. They're going to talk anyway. Give them something to talk about. They're going to talk about you whether you're doing bad, whether you're doing good, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're single, whether you're married. They're going to talk about you. Let them talk. Give them something to talk about. You know, right. if, if, just don't lie on me. 
Talk about me all you want. Just don't lie on me. Yeah, you want to talk about how I failed? Go ahead. Talk about how talk about how I failed. That's that's okay. That that's fine. You know, if you're satisfied picking that low hanging fruit, if you're satisfied going after the easy stuff, and you want me to, you know, and I'm okay climbing to the top of the, listen, go out on a limb, because that's where the fruit is. Because it's your call. It's not a conference call. Do what you love. Do what you're called to do, regardless of what people around you are saying, regardless of what it might look like, regardless of whether or not they... Listen, the only people that are going to critique you, criticize you, are people that haven't done what you're trying to do. People that have succeeded, people that are successful, aren't going to criticize somebody that's trying to become better than what they are. It's always people that you're leaving behind that are going to criticize you. You do. And and not everybody can go where you're going. Mm-hmm. And not everybody deserves to. Mm. And that's okay. And that's fine. That's okay. Else, and if they can't recognize what they're called to, that's their problem. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You keep it on a swivel. You can do a hundred right things and they bring up one bad thing. And it's just like, they want to use that bad thing against you. But like, go ahead, use it. That's fine. Like... We're honest here. Use that. <laughs> that's Listen, what all, all the bad that's happened in my life has made me the good I am today. Right. All those bad decisions have made me who I am today. And if you're still talking about who I was, you know, yesterday, two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, I'm sorry, but let me, give me a second, allow me to reintroduce myself. Okay. You my know, Dr. Gary <laughs> Harvey. Yes. DJ Padrino. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, no, on a serious note, though, pe- not everybody can go where you're going, and that's okay. Not everybody's meant to. Some people are in your life for seasons. And some people aren't called to go where you're going because it wasn't a conference call. I can't stress that enough. It's a personal, individual call on your life. And just Probably because they're not going with you, what's that? To me, said, it's always the people who are leaving you behind. You are leaving behind will criticize you. That's facts. That's, that's yeah, definitely. That's facts. They will. So if you left in the other season, like, you're moving on. And, and, and sometimes, sometimes they criticize you because they're, they're upset that you came from the same place with the same circumstances, the same situations, and you refuse to stay stuck. Right. You chose to grow, and they didn't. But you know what? If they if their call takes them a different direction, that's okay. You might be getting left behind as far as their call's concerned. Don't criticize them. Right. Cheer them on. TDJ says, I got the gift of goodbye. And 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 that's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's I want to cheer you, you on. Know when your relationships are with people are done and over with. Exactly. And it's the um Kenny Rogers, man, the gambler. That song, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and boy, you better know when to run. Right. You know, but uh, but yeah, it's it's a personal call. Your call is just that, your call. It's not a conference call. Stop seeking validation from people who aren't qualified to validate. Because the people who are qualified to validate aren't going to because they know you don't need it. You don't need validation to walk in your call. Just walk in it. 
Walk in your creativity. Walk in your purpose. Walk in what you love and what you enjoy. Everything is going to work out. Trust the process. It's not always going to be easy. Trust me. You guys know me. I'm not this I'm not this fluffy cloud, pink unicorn, pretty rainbows. Everything's going to be easy and fantastic and everything's going to be fun and you're always going to be happy. That's garbage. That's foolishness. If and and if you go to a church where that's all they preach to you, run. Got to go. Run. Cuz that's not scripture. Run. Okay? Run. And if you go to a church that all they do is preach gloom and despair and fire and brimstone, run. You got to find a balance, not both extremes. There's balance in scripture. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. But your call is your call. Stop seeking validation from people not qualified to validate. Stop turning it into a conference call. Keep it private. When it's time to go, when it's time to take your purpose public, Take it public. Ring the bell on the market and take it public. But stay true and stay uniquely yourself. Because your call is your call. It's not a conference call. And it's like a fingerprint. Exactly. It's your own little, it's your own thing. It's your own success story mm-hmm. that, that you can use to move forward and move what your call is and, and bring that to, to, to action. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you need, that, that we need to use that as. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ty says, I won't leave them behind. I always bring them up even when they're the ones that tried to hold me back. No, definitely. Like, there's always the opportunity to bring people with you, but if they choose not to come with you, then you keep moving. You know, I won't drag people because I don't, I feel if you're forcing people, it won't be beneficial to them. Um, until they're ready to come on the path, then, and that's just me personally. Um, you know, I'm always willing for somebody to come along, but some people aren't meant to come along. Some people aren't called, um, to go where I'm going and, and that's okay. Some people are called to go somewhere completely different and I'm not called to go where they're going. And, uh, so with that being said, um, really appreciate it. You guys, that's about it for tonight. Um, I I just want to encourage you be uniquely yourself. And, and, and don't seek validation from people not qualified to validate you. And that's really anybody because they didn't give you your call. You want validation for your call? Go to the one that gave you your call. It's that simple. Go to the one that made the call. And, you know, so I just want to encourage you, lift you up. Um, again, you guys will get this loaded up on the, uh, uh, the YouTube page, uh, Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to it. Um, like it, share it. Um, you know, get it out there. I'm working on getting some editing software. Um, apparently found out I got to get a, you know, new laptop. Got to love all these production costs, uh, that are coming. Um, but, um, you want to tell people that if they listen to this on like a podcast forum, like, can we get, like, tell people that are watching on Facebook live, how to, how to download those apps and where they, where they yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get them like if you got Android or Apple, um, you can go into the stores, uh, the app stores. Um, there's Anchor, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, pretty much a CastBox. Any podcast platform, you can pretty much download those apps and listen to them. Amazon even. 
Um, and then you just search for the podcast, Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. Listen to it that way. It helps um, keep the podcast trending if you do listen to the audio um, on those uh, any one of those platforms or on all those platforms. Also on the Facebook page, if you guys have been listening and appreciate the podcast or house call, drop a review, share the page, invite people to like the page. It definitely helps with the algorithm. doesn't cost anything to show that kind of love and support and help us grow. Uh, we're trying to increase not just the, the podcast platform and house call, but really trying to grow into more of a media platform where we can offer other opportunities to other, um, other channels, other podcasts, other media platforms as well, and offer you guys other things. So definitely appreciate it. Um, thank you all very much uh, for tuning in, all the love and support. And, um, you know, until next time, you guys, y'all pray for us. We'll pray for you, and we'll catch you next time on Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey.